0: Oh, what's the deal? What's the deal, folks? What's going on with y'all, man? Bro, listen. I literally had a whole podcast episode prepared for y'all. What was that? It was the day before the draft. So I think it was like Wednesday, right? It was Wednesday. Bro, literally, I was recording like mad late. I was recording on my other phone. Not aware of the battery percentage. And while I was recording, it just died. And I didn't even know it. I kept going why it was dead, cause usually like when I recorded and like, um, like the flash would start to go down, it just goes off, and I just assumed that it it was doing that, but it was still like, it still had life, but it died. So I had a whole thing prepared for the NFL draft, so I wasn't able to put that out. But I'm back again uh, to give y'all a little recap of the draft, show y'all some winners and losers. You know what I'm saying? Um, the draft was really interesting. I was telling my dad that this was the first time I was hyped for a draft since I don't know since forever, and not just because like my my favorite team had a higher pick, but just because pretty much after one and two, we really didn't know what was going to happen. Like nothing was really like for certain. Like outside of the number one pick, so. Without further ado, man, let's get straight into it. Obviously we know uh Jacksonville, they picked Trevor Lawrence, uh the best quarterback, RB be the best the best player in this draft. Uh I'm interested to see how him and how him and, and uh Urban Meyer is gonna do with that offense. They were showing on the screen how like they kinda ran the same like motion plays back in like college. I wanna see how he does. But Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he, he gonna be he gonna he gonna be in this league for a minute. He's he's for sure, for sure, for sure, the truth. Now, Zach Wilson at number two for New York. Now, I ain't going to lie. I'm not too sure on the Zach Wilson dude. Like I said, y'all know me. I'm not too big on college players, but college quarterbacks specifically that have only been really good for like, A year, right? Now, Joe Burrow did come in the league, and he was doing damage. I will give him that. But I think we can all agree that Zach Wilson is not on Joe Burrow's level. Some people have been saying that his throwing abilities, like Patrick Mahomes, like, I'm sorry. I just can't see it. On top of that, he was at BYU, so they didn't play much comp. But nonetheless, if you're New York, you need a quarterback desperately. I mean, when does New York not need a quarterback? I mean, I'm pretty sure they've drafted a new quarterback like every like three years. But to me, I don't think they should have gave up on Donald. I still think Donald has, I still think Donald still has some stuff left in the tank. I just think he needed weapons. That's the thing about New York is that they bring in the quarterback talent, but they never have the pieces to, to actually like make something happen. It's like they're just they're just banking on a quarterback to change the whole franchise. No my guy. You you have to surround yourself with like get some weapons. Which they did in this draft too as well. But like still, like I'm trying to think like who on jet like who is the biggest offensive threat on the Jets? Like, I can't think of that. Now, Sam Darnold going to Carolina, I think if you pair him with ultimate weapon like Christian McCaffrey they could do damage over there but as far as Zach Wilson I mean he's going to have to show me I wasn't too high on him to begin with but nonetheless he is he's he's still a real good quarterback Um, I watched one of his games last season but again quarterbacks that's only been good for a year I don't know I'm going to have to see speaking of quarterbacks that's only been good for a year we got Trey Lance at three. Now, this was a shocker. I ain't gonna lie. I thought for sure the 49ers was gonna pick Mac Jones right here. For sure. I didn't think no way that they was gonna pick a quarterback that didn't even play this year. On top of that, at a small school at number three. Now, this is actually crazy. Because... Trey Lance is actually real. He's really talented, right? He's mobile. I think he. I think. I think he. I think he's better than Zach Wilson. To be honest with you, I think the Jets should have went to Trey Lance right? Even though I'm not a huge fan of him either, because like I said, he didn't play last year and he's only been going for a year. And he, he went to uh what was it North Dakota State? Yeah, they're not they're not playing nobody over there. So, again, it's just one of those things where, like, you have to see it for your eyes. Now, I did see his pro day, and his pro day was impressive. I'm not even going to lie to you. But I think this is a smart move for the 49ers. They really couldn't miss on a quarterback pick because you know in a situation with Trey Lance is that you're not going to play him right away. They still have Jimmy Garoppolo over there, even though there's been, there's been talks of trades. They've said that they, they publicly came out and said that basically we, we don't have no plans of training Jimmy G this year. Now, does that mean anything? Hex no, it doesn't. Because all teams say that, and they still trade off their players. So, they don't really mean nothing. But I think the smart thing to do is to sit Trey for, you know, give him one year on the bench. Give him one year on the bench to develop. Catch him up to NFL speed, you know. Sit behind Jimmy G. Your team is still like the 49ers only had a bad year last year because they were hurt. Like, literally the all the main players that all the main players that were key pieces into getting to the Super Bowl last year got hurt. Right? So, with Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting quarterback on this squad, your team is not bad at all. You still have a playoff team. So you can put Trey on the bench. Give him, you know, get, let him get the experience, let him learn from Jimmy G, you know. Then whenever you want to ship Jimmy G out, you can ship him out, and then Trey Lance just comes in into that high power offense that Kyle Shanahan has, and you know, do his thing. But I think they were, the smart thing to do was to pick a quarterback. Um, Trey Lance was obviously, in my, I don't, well, in my opinion, I don't think he was the best quarterback available. And we'll get to that later. But I think for the 49ers, good pick. That was a real good pick for them. Uh and then my Falcons, they picked Kyle Pitts. Now, the Kyle Pitts hype kind of really came out of nowhere. Um, to be honest, guys, I really wanted it. I, I wanted Atlanta to get a quarterback. But I know that they got their cap issues are just so crazy right now, which we're going to have to get into that. We got a lot of we got a lot of NFL stuff to get into. I ain't going to lie to you. But their cap situation is so crazy, like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. So, you know, I don't think their plan is to get rid of Matt Ryan in, entirely right now. But according to everybody else, Kyle Pitts was a no-miss guy. People are, when when you say, like, no miss, it's just guys you can't pass on, like Chase Young last year. Like, you just couldn't pass up on Chase Young. But Kyle Pitts, man, I like him. I really like him, though. I really like him. He's versatile. He don't really look like a tight end. He looked like a wide receiver. He don't really move like a tight end, which is going to be interesting to see. Because I want to see how they use him because he's he, – he, You're really not doing him justice if you just line him up as a tight end all the time. If you put him in the outside, I mean that's a like he's been like people been saying he's a mismatch problem. So Kyle Pitts, he's gonna be great for sure. But me personally, maybe it's because I'm biased, but I want a quarterback. I'm looking at someone like Justin Fields, who's done it at the college level, who I really like. On top of that is from Atlanta, so you know he was going you know he was gonna be hyped to play for his home team. I feel like me personally, I was the pick to go. I feel like he's gonna be one of those players in the draft that people are really gonna regret on passing on. You know, again, he could have been in a similar situation like Trey Lance. You got the cap situation with Matt Ryan, you know you're not gonna get rid of him anytime soon. He's thirty six or thirty-five. Let's go ahead and pick his replacement right now. Sit him, put him on a bench for a couple years, and let him come onto the scene when we're really ready to get rid of Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan financially. If the Packers doing it with Aaron Rodgers, why can't the Falcons do it with Matt Ryan? The Packers did it with a better quarterback and a way better team. I get it. Pitts is just no I get it. And you really couldn't go you Listen, the Falcons they didn't make a they didn't make a wrong choice by drafting Pitts. There was no wrong decision by this. But I'm looking at the perspective as like, bro, the offense is already great. You know what I'm saying? Matt Ryan is on the tail end of his well, he's statistically he's not on the tail end of his career cuz he's still putting up great numbers. I'm thinking about his age standpoint cuz everybody is not Tom Brady. Nobody Everybody ain't 40 years old in the the, the Super Bowl, winning Super Bowls, right? So I'm thinking about it like, okay, he's 36. How long is he going to be playing at this level? Because he could just completely fall off this year. I mean, we don't know. I'm just thinking about it like that. It's going to be harder to find, in my opinion, it's going to be harder to find a Justin Fields than it is another offensive weapon. Because to be honest, we don't need... Well, they don't really need Kyle Pitts. What they need is defensive help. Now, some of you be like, well, Dave, you know, if they need defensive help, why would they get a quarterback? I'm saying is that no defensive player in that draft was worth drafting that high. If you're drafting that high, you got to go offense. So, I don't know. I just feel like, you know... Kyle Pitts, trust me, he's going to be great. He's going to do great things. But I feel like five years from now, ten years from now, all the teams that passed on fields, including Atlanta, will be looking at it. We'll look back like, dang. We low-key regret our decision. But nonetheless, Kyle Pitts, I like him. He's He's a real good player. Cincinnati picked Jamar Chase. I like that move as well. Although I thought for sure that they were going to pick a guard. The dude that do that at Oregon, Sewell. I thought they was going to pick him for sure, which I they should have because they needed protection. Like literally the last time we seen Burrow, he was hurt. He tore his what was He tore his ACL, right? So you need protection. I don't get why they I mean, I guess it's the chemistry between Chase and uh and Burrow. They won the Super... I mean, they won the National Championship together. They were together at LSU. I get that. But, bruh, honestly, that was a little shocker to me. I didn't know they was going to drop him that high. I thought they was going to go put a guard for sure. Uh, And then Miami, they got Jalen Waddle, who is really good as well. They got that pick from Philadelphia. Again, another wide receiver that's got already... Has proven good chemistry with their quarterback. I think he could be. I'm not gonna say Tyreek kill 2.0, but I think he could be Tyreek kill. Like he could be, he could be Tyreek kill 2.0. But right now, I don't see, I don't see him being Tyreek kill right now. Right now, I don't see it. But Jalen Waddle is a big play waiting to happen anytime second. He has Tyreek kill like abilities, and I think that's what Miami is really trying to make him as. I think that's why he went so high than people expected. Because everybody wants that guy like Tyreek Hill who can kill you in multiple ways. He can kill you in on the screens, on the short passes, long passes, punt returns. Like they want that kind of dual threat guy. So I feel like Jaylen Low would do real good. And he's back he's paired up with his uh, with some uh, with his former teammates. So Miami, man, they're on the come up. You know, they, uh, they barely missed the playoffs last year. and They got 10 wins. So, I mean, going in all on Tua and giving him weapons it will be really interesting. We're going to see, especially in that division, too, as well. Uh, and then Detroit, they ended up picking Sewell, which I was surprised that they picked him. I thought for sure they was going to pick Devontae. I'm not even going to lie to you. I thought they was going to pick Devontae. You know, they got Jared Goff this year. If you know, with a quarterback like Jared Goff, like, Jared Goff is not going to be able to make it happen by himself. You got to surround him with some talent. Um, So, I thought Devontae Smith was the move for them for sure. But he ended up dropping to Philly at 10th, which I don't know. I think that might have worked perfect for him. Because once again, you got a quarterback that he's approving, he's that proving good chemistry you with. You're in a spot in Philadelphia where they're trying to you know they even though they won't come out and say it, they're trying to make Jalen Hurst the guy. So you, he's came he comes in a situation where he's automatically the number one target. And in my opinion, I think he's the best wide receiver in his draft. I know people make his uh, like his waist size bigger than the other, which to me. I don't think that's a big of a deal because he's been, like, there's been plenty of guys in the NFL that's been able to dominate, you know, as at the wide receiver position while not being that strong. I mean, I know you got the guys like T.O. and Julio who are just, like, anomalies, but I mean, you got guys like A.J. Green, you know, Jerry Rice wasn't that big at all. I mean, I'm not saying that those guys were as skinny as, as Devontae, but I'm saying, like, with Devonte's talent, I don't think he would need size too much because he does everything else. He does everything else pretty much at an elite level. So I think especially him going to Philadelphia where there's not many offensive weapons to begin with, I think he can get a lot of he can get a lot of pass attempts. Honestly, I think he can really break out for the offensive player offensive rookie of the year. Cuz I mean you know, if Burrow if does his thing, no matter how many yards or what uh, Jamar Chase does, it's the Burrow show. But I think Devontae can elevate Jalen Hurts and make him look a little bit better than he really is as far as passing. Because we know that you know Jalen, he's not right now. He's not that good of a passer. I mean, he's no slouch. Y'all know how I feel about Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is, he gonna he, he gonna be he's gonna be it. But. If you give them a weapon like Devontae Smith, oh yeah, they're gonna take go. So. Uh and then the two picks before Devontae were Horn and Patrick Certain from Alabama. Two cornerbacks. That was really interesting. I didn't think we was gonna get back to back defensive back um picks for Carolina and Denver. Now I could see, I could have saw Carolina coming, but, but Denver. I mean, honestly, I thought they was gonna pick uh, Fields because they was, they've been, you know, they was trying to get a quarterback. That's what I thought they was trying to get. I mean, I don't really know what happened. From well, from when I heard, it looks like they was trying to move on from from uh, Drew Lop. So I was like, oh, well. They might as well get fields then. I really don't know what happened to that. But they did. I do believe they did get the best defensive back in the draft. But still, man, I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, passing up on fields who didn't go till 11 to Chicago, I feel like that was a big miss. I feel like they could have hit on fields. But I don't know. That's just me. But Patrick is real good, though. He's a stud. I'm going to lie to a lot of you. He's a stud. So, I, I, I don't really I know about that. I don't know how I feel about that. And then Chicago, they picked Justin Fields. I mean, like I said again, I think Justin Fields has a, a great opportunity. I really don't know why he slipped so low, though. Like, I don't understand, bro. It's a mystery that we'll never find out. Because there's no reason why he went from the second-best quarterback in the draft to the third pick in the draft overall to slipping all the way down to the 11th pick. Like, I really don't understand that. Like, this man, like, had the perfect collegiate career. He could have... He literally could have... He had a perfect... The most perfect college football career you could have without winning the national championship. You recording? Yeah. I should have told you that first. Yeah, no, he, had, he really had the the, the the perfect college career you could have without winning a national championship. So I really don't get, you know, why he slipped so low. But, I mean, this could work in his favor because now he has a chip on his shoulder to actually dominate the league. And he's going to a place where, you know, he's going to be number one. I mean... You know they can play. I mean, Andy Dalton can play a couple first couple games, but let's be real. Justin Fields is is in here to take over this team, and I mean, I think he could. I think he could uh, do so. I think he has the talent to do so. I think he has the ability. The um, only thing is, is that well, I mean, he played at Ohio State, so I mean, he wouldn't have to worry about the cold weather a little bit. But I don't know. I think Chicago. I think Chicago won this draft, honestly. Honestly, bro, I'm real high on I'm real high on Fields, bro. I don't know, I don't know. I just like them a lot. I think they won this draft. I think them and Philadelphia probably had the best picks for their uh, their team. It might not have been. I mean, like I said, I'm not saying that Devontae Smith and Justin Fields are the two best players in this draft. But as, but as far as like fit for their team. I think I think they won his drive, bro? I really really do. Um, and then Mac Jones, he fell all the way down to 15th with the Patriots, which we kind of knew that was going to happen if the uh, if the 49ers picked Trey Lance, which they did, but I thought for sure Mac Jones was going to San Francisco. I thought Kyle and them liked him a lot. But obviously they didn't, so he went to Bill Belichick, which that can work out perfectly too. Um, you know they went this, this they went this offseason. They got they spent a lot of money, they spent a lot of bread, man, on offensive weapons. They got a lot of offensive pieces. So I mean we'll see how Cam does. I'm pretty sure. I mean I don't know. I don't think he'll be starting this year, but I think it puts a little bit more pressure on Cam if you ask me. To deliver, That way, they won't be in a situation like they were last year when Cam got COVID or something, and then after that, it wasn't the same. I think now um, they're in a situation like, you know, if it doesn't work out with Cam really good, we can just develop Mac Jones, which I don't know. I'm really not too high on Mac Jones. I didn't think he was worthy of the third pick anyways because I don't really see... I don't think he was elite enough in college. I feel like he was surrounded by so many weapons where you know he didn't really have to he didn't have to show his game too too much because he's he's not mobile like as far as throwing on the run like he's, he's he's not that he's not that great at that at all. So I mean, you can just sit in the pocket and throw to Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. Then I mean, Dump two can make anybody look good. Um, but it's no hate though. I think Mac Jones is still a good quarterback. But I mean, people were talking about him being a third pick. I'm like, nah, bro, no way. You can't draft him at, at number three. So, but I mean, like I said, you give you give Mac Jones if like you're on the bench, you know, give him some weapons. He can do his thing. I think he has Matt Ryan potential as far as if you give him the right pieces, he can really take off. Because Matt Ryan wasn't an MVP until you gave him some Julio. Uh, Hooper You know Devontae Smith uh Coleman Like you gave him Those guys to, uh, Like uh, What's the other dude I can't remember his name But You gave him like A bunch of those guys And he really like Took off like We ain't never seen before I mean he went to the Super Bowl So We'll see about Mac Jones But The third Like top 10 I, mean, I didn't think he should have been top 10 I think 15 is perfect for him Is a perfect Perfect organization when you coming from Saban and going into Bill Belichick, I don't think it'll be a hard adjustment to adapt to the Belichick ways, as former players call it, because he's coming from a great program in Nick Saban. So he should do well over there. Uh, that's pretty much all the picks that I wanted to talk about. I mean, it wasn't too much after that. That was real interesting. Um, so, yeah. But... Yeah, we got a lot of, I I, I want to touch on a couple football NFL topics Uh, coming up. We got the Aaron Rodgers situation that we have to talk about. And I do want to touch on the Julio Jones situation because, obviously, that's my favorite player. I mean, I'm going to talk about him. But I've been spamming with the NBA stuff. I, I want to chill out on the NBA videos until, like, the playoffs come and stuff like that. But that's going to be it, man. I'm going to catch y'all later. Until then, peace out.